Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Want to know America's greatest fears when it comes to retirement? Well, stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today, and possibly even next week, depending on our time, we are going to take you on a financial journey that includes why it is that so many hardworking Americans fear, that's right, I use the word fear, not worry, fear what it's going to be like when they retire, and also those who have recently retired fear what it might be like in the future. But before we get started with today's program, let me introduce not, not, I repeat, America's favorite financial sidekick who is busily off mic producing the show, but rather straight from Bowling Green to our Louisville studios, the one and only fellow fiduciary, Miss Heather Hughes. Good afternoon, Heather. Hello, Tony. Yep, I am fresh off of I-65, straight into the studio. And we checked your blood pressure when you got in the studio here. Not too bad. It's coming down, isn't it? It's coming down, yeah. The water's helping a little bit. <laughs> we appreciate you taking time. Occasionally, Heather Hughes, who again operates out of the Bowling Green office, uh, takes the travels to Louisville and has a chance to see the operation here, assist with a few things while she's here, and get roped into some radio and television shows. We've got two TV shows to record tomorrow, radio shows today. So thank you so much for uh, cooperating and Yes, there will be a Christmas bonus for you this year. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. Appreciate All right. that. All right. So, Heather, before we get started, uh, well, I'll tell you what, we'll give your bio in just a minute. But, you know, we, we always call, talk about the worry-free retirement. Of course, this show is called the worry-free retirement. We have the worry-free retirement process, the worry-free retirement income software. But really, you know, when I wrote the book, The Worry-Free Retirement, I, I simply said that worry is a symptom sometimes of a greater fear. That, that makes sense to you, doesn't it? Absolutely. So I think what we did, and Heather has assisted with this because she is so active. The good thing, folks, if you decide to work with Tony Walker Financial, or if you're listening and you're a client, you'll know this. Uh, besides myself, we have three salaried fiduciaries. Heather's one of them. And how long have you been with me now, Heather? This is my 15th year. 15th. Okay. I think it was going on 16, but 15 years. So I think it's safe to say that you kind of know how the mind and heart and soul of Tony Walker works and what we're trying to accomplish with the Worry Free Retirement and helping all these savers worry less about money. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I think so. I think it's kind of been a journey for me myself of what I've learned, you know, just through the progression of year after year working with retirees and what they experience. And I think that's one reason uh, we're so fortunate to have you on board. But I think as listeners are riding up and down the road, we're on uh, three different radio stations. And as you're listening to this, 
As we record this show on uh, May 3rd or May 4th, Aaron, what is today? 4th, 4th, 2021. My goodness, the number of advisors who are now giving retirement planning advice, it's, I wouldn't say shocking. I don't know if it's shocking, but it's, it's too many to count. It's incredible, isn't it? It's demographics, you know, with everyone, the baby boomers hitting age 65 every day, you know, they're going after that big market. And whether they're trained or not in retirement, they're sticking their toes in the water. That's, that's a good way to put it. So what I thought we would do today, because Heather is so well-versed in some of the things we do and some of the many fears that we come across that different retirees have. Remember, folks, there's no one-size-fits-all. It's ironic, uh, Heather, we're recording this show about fear. I had a gentleman already in the Louisville office, a brand-new prospective client, nice gentleman, and uh, he filled out his starter kit. And on the back, you know how it lists the main concerns and worries? Oh, yeah. None of them checked. And at the very bottom, that was interesting, he put, I don't worry. And I thought well, that was it. That's probably a first for us. I, <laughs> so. And you know what my follow-up question that was? Well, that's fine, sir. So you obviously, though, have money in the bank. You have brokerage accounts, and you're here. Why are you here? And he said, well, that's a good question. I want to keep my money safe. I've heard you on TV, heard you on the radio. I guess I just want to make sure everything's in order. He's single. So when something happens to me, he's a, he's a Christian. So he's not shying away from this idea. He could die one day. It really is. Do you realize that it's a very real possibility? We all might die one day, Heather. I'm always kidding around about that. Okay. okay. I think that was the first lesson you taught me when I started. It's not if I might die, but when I die. There you go. So. And you have to look at that when you're looking at planning. But I think he just realizes he wants to make sure for his family that everything will be taken care of. And I said, well, we can help with that for sure. But I said, sir, you got enough money. You could bury it in the backyard and go get you a little spoonful every month. I mean, he doesn't spend a lot of money. So that's a rare situation. Most people fear something. So what we're going to do, folks, it's, uh, and Heather, you don't know this, but I've kind of divided up this show. Hopefully we'll get a chance to do two shows on fear. The first show we're going to do today, folks, this is what's going to be called, I guess, the mathematical fear, the uh, analytical fears, you know, things like running out of money. It's all going to be driven on money, okay? The next show we're going to provide for you next week, it's still about fears, but it's sh that show is going to be, it's really not about the money kind of fears. So you stay tuned, folks. Good, good stuff coming your way. We're going to talk about the greatest fear, the number one fear of Americans when we come back. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker, along with fellow fiduciary Heather Hughes. We'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you worked for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to The Worry-Free Retirement. Uh, Tony Walker here, the author and creator of The Worry-Free Retirement, owner of Tony Walker Financial, and we are very fortunate to have in the studio's fellow fiduciary out of our Bowling Green office, Ms. Heather Hughes. And Heather, 
again, where we left it at our last break is the number one fear in retirement. Drum roll, please, Aaron. All right. Do I get to guess? You get to guess. Running out of money. Oh, good guess. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> I get a prize, right? That's right. So let me ask you this now. So you got that one right. Have you ever heard of a young lady, last name is Ford, recently passed away, one of the longest living Americans to date that has passed away. Did you hear about this young lady that I, died recently? Do you I remember did the hear age? about it. Was it, it? It's either 116 or 112. I can't remember which. Very good. Yes. Uh, Miss. Do you remember her first name, Erin? I don't have that. Hester. There you go. Miss Hester Ford just recently passed away, ripe young age of 116. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> so the question is, if Miss Ford, let's just say for the heck of it, had bank CDs, money in the stock market, whatever, we, we really will never have known whether she'd run out of money. But there's a good possibility, law of averages, if you're earning 1% on your money or you've got money in the stock market risk long term, there's always that possibility, could we agree, that you could run out of money. Absolutely. You're going to live to 116. That's a long time. Absolutely. In fact, uh, I can't remember her name in Bowling Green. There was an article, this has been several years ago. Literally, they focused on her because she was fine years ago, but ran out of money. She had Social Security, but what enough, and did an article. So it does happen, folks. And yes, it is the number one fear of Americans when it comes to money is running out of money. More fearful than going in a nursing home, more fearful than debt. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, Heather, but just from our clients, and our clients are saver clients, and I use this very as a compliment. They're very proud people. Would you agree? Yes. They're proud of their accomplishments, proud of their families. And the last thing they want to do is be dependent on a family member. Oh, absolutely. Right? That's right. what I mean by proud. They, they just, and so the thought of running out of money and having to move in with little Johnny or little Susie or to admit to a child that I'm destitute, that. That doesn't probably, that's not a warm fuzzy. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I agree. I mean, when we talk to clients, you know, they always say they don't want to be a burden on their children. And so that ties right in with it. And what's interesting, if you go back in time, uh, I'm going to pick 1935 on purpose. You know, that was the year Social Security was created. You know, that was really, and I've studied retirement a lot. It, it, it appears from what I can understand, that's really the first time people had thought about the notion of retirement. Now there was pensions prior to that after the Civil War, but those were really just trying to help people that had, you know, soldiers. But really what the government was setting the stage of in 1935, folks, is they set up this system called Social Security and full retirement age was to be 65. So this is 1935. So Heather, I don't feel like we're playing a quiz game here. What do you think the average life expectancy was Remember, we just talked about Miss Ford folks who died at 116. What do you think the average life expectancy was in 1935? Now you've got me on the spot. I'm going to say just the way the government works, we're probably thinking less than age 65. <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> I love the logic. Well, the way that, yeah, so folks, the government's not as dumb as you think. So the government realized that the average life expectancy in 1935 was just a shade under age 60. So it stands to reason, if we're going to dole out money through the, quote, social security system, if we don't let people have it till age 65, there's a good possibility not a lot of people are going to really ever use this stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. 
Now, there's a problem with that, and this is why Social Security, what's the latest? Can you remember when they think it'll go bankrupt? I know they're always changing that. Is it? You know, sometimes it's 20 years from now, sometimes it's 30, or they're going to reduce it by 70%. I mean, you, you hear stories all the time. But that's part of the problem, folks. The reason Social Security ain't working well is for this very reason. As we fast forward to 2021, the average life expectancy is just over age 78. I mean, that's, what is that? That's 28, 29 years difference. That's a huge difference in how long people are living. Which, so from a planning standpoint, if you're sitting out there right now and assuming you're not one of those lucky few that has a pension, if you're going to rely on Social Security, assuming you, you're eligible for it, um, and you've maybe been investing in 401k plans and all that, the real elephant in the room is, okay, so you're 62, 63, you're going to re- retire. Uh, this isn't granddad's retirement. You, you know, there's a good possibility you could live a long time. Now, arguably, I don't think, nor would I want to live to 116 like Miss Ford, but you can live a long time. So the question is, how is this money going to last? And there's a lot of articles. I'm kind of thumbing through some stuff here. Heather, do you see any right there? There was a Forbes article I wanted to touch on that I think deals with this very notion. Um, well, well, I've got one. Yeah, I go mean, ahead. You know, I've, I've got just, one after you. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. So, um, you know, they're just mentioning, you know, what happens if you live to age 90 instead of age 75? So you beat the actuarial tables. What do you do? Are you set up to weather that storm? I mean, that's, it can be a storm financially if you're trying, you know, if your goal is to spend down everything given your life expectancy to 75, and then you've got another 15, 20 years after that, that's a big gap to cover. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, and here it is, this Forbes article that came out, uh, the top worries of retirees. Yeah. Let, let's read a few of them here real quick. The first one, of course, outliving your savings. So we've already talked about that. And as Heather said, you know, trying to figure out how long this money will last. And if you live another, by the way, we're going to give you hope here, folks. Don't We, we won't leave you hanging. But yeah, if you're going to live another 15 years past when you think you're going to die, that's pretty scary to start spending money. Uh, number two, the investments themselves won't keep up. That was the second biggest uh, fear. Yeah, rising cost of medical expenses. You know, that is a problem, but I think uh, more poignantly, rather than just medical expenses, it seems like a lot of our clients do kind of worry about going in a nursing home. Wouldn't you say that's more of the fear of our clients? Oh, definitely. You know, that's such a financial drain on anybody if they do have to go into a nursing home, especially anything like memory care, where Mm -hmm. the, the price per month is so expensive. I had a lady come in the office in Bowling Green. I don't know if you saw her. She's been a recent client, but her husband, about 10 years older than her, and he's got Alzheimer's, but she's trying to keep him at home. And I asked her, I said, are you going to be able to do this? She said, well, I don't have any other choice. I mean, if she puts him in a nursing home, they're going to have to spend down some of their assets. Basically, she can keep a house, a car, a little bit of money, but you know, she, she can't make it. So she's going to have to just deal with it. And man, the, just the stress. Anytime she goes anywhere, so you got to have somebody come over and stay there. Well, that's money if you can't find a family member. So I think it's not more, I don't think it's as much the medical expenses per se. It's the cost of long-term care and associated those things that, you know, I know medical expenses are high, but I'm going to add in long-term care there. Uh, number four, this is an interesting, the biggest worry. This is Forbes. The death of your spouse. Now, but maybe Heather addressed that a little bit. What is one of the things that we see time and time again when we're talking financial here that people don't realize when one spouse dies? What is the other spouse who's living 
financially going to lose? Well, the main thing, if they're both drawing Social Security, they're going to lose the lesser of the two Social Securities. So that could feasibly cut their their monthly income in half. And, you know, are you prepared for that? You know, your are your expenses, you know, going to have the, are they going to be able to maintain their current standard of living? Um, pensions again, you know, depending if you are taking a monthly pension, is that covering your spouse when you die? Or is that going away as well? Or they're getting a portion of that. A portion, all, yeah. all of that's got to be considered, you know, when you're making those kind of decisions. Yeah, you know, we like to say around the office that really this is about money in, money out. And if you just kind of imagine that, you know, you open the front door of your house to let money in and then out the back door's expenses. Well, a lot of times when there's a death, those back door expenses keep coming and people forget, like, like Heather's example, let's use an example. Let's say one spouse, we can be stereotypical and say it's the male. He's drawing 3000 a month on his Social Security. His wife is drawing half of that at $1,500 a month, and all of a sudden he dies. Well, she loses her Social Security. I mean, that's $1,500 a month each and every month that's gone forever. That's a lot of money. Oh, right. And the electric bill doesn't get cut in half because that's there's right. one less person living in the house. So, And that's another factor, too. I had a young lady whose husband, they had only been retired a couple of years. You'd know the client if I referred to the name, last name. Uh, he had to go in a nursing home. This was up in Indiana, and, I mean, he was in bad shape. And she came in and she said, Tony, it's about ten to 11000 a month. That's what she's having to spend. But she says, what nobody ever talks about, I have to still live. So, yeah, everybody knows the bills for him in this nursing home now, ten, eleven thousand a month, but she's still spending four grand. So now we're up to 15000 a month. And, I mean, it's just eating away at their savings. So, yeah, the death of a spouse, not only emotionally and all that, but, yeah, folks, if you haven't thought through that, assuming you and your spouse are, you know, hopefully alive and well, but... That's a good opportunity to meet with somebody like us so we can lay out a game plan and show you what is going to happen, as Heather says, not if you die, but when you die. So, uh, you know, I like how they close this out. Don't let your retirement worries get you down. Well, what I would say, they can't say this because it's a trademark. What I would say is absolutely, that's why you need the worry-free retirement. So uh, before we take a break, let me tell you how to take advantage of meeting with myself, uh, possibly Heather, my favorite son-in-law, Trey, who's a fiduciary, Wes, my favorite nephew who's a fiduciary. So uh, we would be happy to talk with you by phone. In fact, we've started this new service. It's pretty cool. It's called the 10-minute, and it's absolutely free, 10-minute free fiduciary phone call. So if you say, what's a fiduciary? Well, a fiduciary is someone who, by law, has to work in your best interest and recommend things that we feel, as fiduciaries, are in your best interest. So if you'd like to take advantage of a no-obligation just phone call about your situation with one of us, uh, just call 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Or just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And click on that. Let's get started. Again, no cost or obligation. All right, Heather, we've kind of left them hanging. So we've talked about Miss Ford. We've talked about living longer than normal life expectancy. We were talking about in 1935 how the politicians knew nobody was going to live this long. But now they are. How do we as fiduciaries provide our saver clients with a guaranteed income, guaranteed, right? Remember, the theme is not running out of money, that they can never outlive. Will you stay tuned? I'm Tony Walker, along with fellow fiduciary Heather Hughes. We'll share that great information with you, and we'll be right back.
can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Uh, Tony Walker here with fellow fiduciary at Tony Walker Financial, Heather Hughes. And another good article, in case you're just joining us, we're talking about the fears, the greatest fears of Americans facing retirement. Now, this is people retired or getting ready to retire. So don't think you're exempt based on age. Um, you know, you can start getting fearful at any moment. There's a lot of different things out there, a lot of different variables that can occur over your lifetime that can throw a monkey wrench into stuff. Now, this was a good article, though. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the solution and not running out of money in just a second, but a great article in, uh, I believe this was Motley Fool, I think. Anyway, I like the headline. Nearly 25% of retirement investors, didn't say savers, are taking on too much risk. So, Heather, you're a fiduciary. You've been with me over 15 years. As people get older, right, we're talking about retirees now, would you agree that most people probably... Uh, are probably taking on a little more risk. In other words, what got them there, taking risk while they worked, probably may not be a good idea when they quit working. Your thoughts on that? Absolutely. You know, there's lots of uh, theories out there, like the rule of 100. You know, you just subtract your age and that whatever you have left over is what you should be investing in in equities. Uh, target funds, same thing. You know, they're like, oh, based on your age and retirement, or what your projected retirement date is, you're gonna have this mix of stocks and bonds. What they don't deal with is people's personal risk tolerance. So, you know, if that's good, if you've got 20% in the market and it's keeping you up at night, that's too much in the market. Good point. So in terms of target funds, you know, like a 20-30 fund, it's going to have a certain percentage in stocks and the rest of it in some sort of bond mutual funds. Uh, but, okay, so let's say you are planning on retiring in 2030. So you're in that fund. It could be, you know, 40% equities at this point, 60% stocks. That's great. What happens if for some reason you've got to retire early and the market crashes? You, you know, where's your retirement account then? And you were worried about the market. You know, it just kind of sets you up for it's, the benefits for those funds is you don't have to make any decisions. They're made for you, but it doesn't take into consideration your personal situation and your, your uh, risk tolerance. And I think that's what, folks, you've got to understand when you're working with a retirement specialist, a retirement specialist, a fiduciary, what they're supposed to do. I don't think, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't do this. They're not supposed to come at it from what they think. You know, we were talking about that at the break of a 40-year-old, whoever's managing a 2030 fund with whatever, Mutual of Nairobi or some one of these companies. <laughs> I mean, they may think that people should be willing to take a 2030 means they should take 50% stock risk. Yeah. But for some of our clients, we might tell them we're going to put 50% of your money in the stock market. They would probably drop dead right there. They would think that's crazy. So a fiduciary's job is to figure out what it is you want. As Heather mentioned, it's called risk tolerance. 
you know, how much are you willing to lose or stomach? And some people would say in retirement, none of it or 5% or 10, but that has to be determined. And you have to get in the driver's seat and help that advisor understand the level of risk you're willing to take. Now, in our remaining time, as we think about this greatest fear, don't worry folks, but if we are gonna run out of time today, but next week we're gonna cover a lot more fears, good stuff coming your way next week. But if we talk about the greatest fear of running out of money, we realize we have to admit, even I think a stockbroker or somebody would admit that loves stocks, okay, yeah, you're right, Tony. If somebody's 70 or 80, they could run out of money. You know, Maybe they shouldn't take this much risk. Where are they gonna put the money? So it's a huge question and a huge dilemma because the problem is most of those assets you're used to investing in, uh, bank products, 401k products, mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, bonds, you know, go round and round and round, gold, I don't care what it is. None of those products, now listen carefully, can guarantee, the key word is guarantee, not assume or not hope, none of those products I just mentioned can guarantee that you won't outlive your money. So let's go back to Hester Ford, who died recently at 116. We all would have to admit, even the greatest stockbroker in the world would have to admit, yep, she could have run out of money. We don't have any guarantees over here. What would have guaranteed, what one financial product would have guaranteed that if we started sending Miss Ford income, it would last as long as she would? And folks, listen, the only product that'll do that, you hear me talk about it all the time, is an annuity. So what really is an annuity? Well, there's different forms and flavors. And what I would suggest, if you want to learn all about annuities, I wrote a booklet on annuities. Uh, it's called Annuities Made Easy. And you can download that along with all of our other booklets absolutely free. Oh, incidentally, Heather, we will not call you. Um, I, I went online. I saw 8.1% guaranteed on some annuity website. I said, well, I got to check this out. I mean, that's, that's too good to be true. So I fill them information. Down, it says download the free report. Fill it all in. And guess what? You'll be getting a phone call. They didn't tell me that. So I went on and answered the phone. Let, not, let nice lady. She said, is this Mr. Walker? Did you just try to download our report? Yes, ma'am, I did. Well, we have to get a few questions for you. And I said, that's fine. Before we get into this, though, I'm an advisor. I've got a question for you. And she goes, okay, what is it? And I said, are you telling me you can guarantee 8.1%? That's what your ad says. And she said, well, wait a minute now. We were going to give you a report. That's just based on bet. She was talking about a fixed index to do it. I know what she was talking about. I said, well, ma'am, that's a little deceiving. I think you at least ought to have something on the website that says, you know, past performance. Don't call it guaranteed. So the problem is, folks, when you get into these annuities, you've got to watch. There's a bunch of them out there. So what we're talking about is the type of annuity that provides lifetime income, something I call mailbox money. So how do these products work? Well, the idea of the annuity is you take that money and you transfer the risk over to the insurance company. Now, these are the same insurance companies that write your home auto, you know, lot that insurance companies are there to protect you from loss. Think about the basics. That's all they do. Their job is to protect you from losing something. Uh, you just said there was a house in Leon's neighborhood just got struck by lightning last night and burned down there in Bowling Green. Okay. Right. Hopefully they had insurance. You know, if they had, if that house was worth 350000 they had $100,000 at the bank, they're out of luck, right? Hopefully they gave a little bit of money to an insurance company for $350,000 of protection and they should be good. Well, the same thing comes true with your money. If you want somebody out there to guarantee that you're not going to run out of money, you're going to have to hand your money over to somebody. And I would recommend handing over some of that money, if you're worried about running out of money, to an insurance company and we can help you find the right annuity 
that's right for you. So annuities are there to provide protection first, lifetime income second, and we can show you how that works. So again, right now, what I would do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. We can get started with a free phone call. And I would encourage you to download our free annuity decision guide, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Heather, we've only got a minute left. I, I can see you're wanting to say something. Uh, everybody knows we do a lot of annuities, but real quickly, make sure everybody knows that it's not just about annuities when you contact Tony Walker Financial. Well, that's true. You kind of earned the reputation of annuity king when you've got a bobblehead to prove it. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, our Charles Schwab platform is just growing strong day by day. Uh, so we offer full brokerage services as well. And usually there it's part and parcel together in terms of plans for clients. So we see uh, a mixture of both annuities and brokerage, possibly, if that's a good fit for you. That's awesome, Heather. So again, what we're going to do, folks, uh, if you have any questions, would like to talk, get started, go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or give us a call, 877-499-9255, 877-499-WALK. All right, we're out of time, but we will be back next week. I'm going to have Heather Hughes back in here, and we're going to continue this issue of fears. But these fears are going to be interesting, Heather. They're not as much about the money, but more about the lack thereof. Great stuff coming your way on the Worry-Free Retirement. You uh, have a good weekend, and we'll see you soon. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you Funny, funny, funny what money can do